Hello, and thank you so much for joining us and listening to this two-part chat on purity. Um, I know that the first part was awesome. I hope that you truly enjoyed it and just received a lot of insight from it. I know that it was very, very informational for me, and I was able to learn a lot. So um, thank you so much again for, for continuing on with us as we go into the second part of the chat on purity. Um, so please enjoy this chat with our pastor, Mario Magaña. That's a really tough question. I think that's a question that some people can hold on to and uh, say, well, see, if that's okay with David having several wives and Solomon, then it's okay for me to live how the culture is living today, which sex before marriage, etc. But again, again, God, God's intention was different. And you can see the different things that these men had to go through because of the concubines and the other wives and the things like that because it was not the intent of God for this to happen um, so I, I, I still firmly believe that as humanity we were learning about this God because after Adam and Eve sinned we lost this connection and so we sort of lost ourselves in culture this whole concubine thing was, was stuff that other cultures were doing around, you know, the people of Israel. And so they adopted it. And we just got lost in the culture. We got lost in the influence of culture. But God's intention never got lost. And through Jesus, the Redeemer, he came to redeem that intention of God, of Adam and Eve. And the way that, that Jesus redeems it is that marriage is is an example of Jesus and his church. Yeah. So it comes all together in Jesus. I heard you once say to someone, uh, I have a Bible verse for that. Yeah. And I, I remember just loving that. Mm. And so right now I'm, I'm really excited that I can actually say, I have a Bible verse to your point, mm -hmm. which I want to read now. So it's Matthew 19. Uh, we're going to start at verse 3. If, if you guys want to read along and you want to pull this up on your Bible, um, I'm going to be reading from the NLT version. Um, if you don't have a Bible near you, you can just listen and, and look it up later. But it's Matthew 19, and we're, we're starting at verse 3, and it says, Some Pharisees came and tried to trap him with this question. Should a man be allowed to divorce his wife for just any reason? And this is what Jesus said. He said, haven't you read the scriptures? Jesus replied, they record that from the beginning, God made them male and female. And he said, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. And the two are united into one. Since they are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. Then, why did Moses say in the law that a man could give his wife a written notice of divorce and send her away? They asked. Jesus replied, Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. And I tell you this, whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery, adultery unless his wife has been unfaithful. 
So we read here in verse 8, Jesus said that Moses permitted divorce only as a concession to your hard hearts, but it wasn't his original intention. And I believe this about the whole concubine thing. And this is a verse that, that I wanted to show you to back that up. I believe that you're right. It wasn't God's original intention. And he is not, uh, and it is not what he intends for us now. What do you think about that? Do you have anything to add? I mean, it's pretty clear. You know, God's intention is God's intention. Again, humanity and its free will and the freedom of choice, which is an awesome thing that God has given us, but it also has brought consequences as we spoke before. His intention was one woman, one man, because he created us that way. The enemy has come to twist it. Sin has come to twist what God has created. And therefore, people were getting divorced. They were having concubines and all this extra stuff that shouldn't have been happening. God has made us for each other, like me and you. Um, God has made us for each other. We're best friends. We're married. We're in love. We tell each other everything. Uh, there's so much intimacy. You know, you can't have that with several people, what we have in marriage. Like Jesus and the church, Jesus doesn't have two wives. He doesn't have two brides. He has one, his church. And that's how God intended it. That's a kingdom perspective. Yeah. And so purity comes from that. Valuing your purity to give it to the person that God has intended for you to live in intimacy and friendship for the rest of your life. Yeah, amen. Yeah, there's no better way than God intended. Yeah. And wow, that's that's amazing. I honestly feel like I have I have nothing to add to that. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. it's all there. Um why would we move away from what God intends for us? You know, it's Exactly. Why would we do that? Um and uh, waiting and holding on to that and just abstaining from, from going into something like that, I feel is, is, is extremely special and, and it's part of what God has intended for us yeah. because of that one partner, that, that one person yeah. that he intends for us to live life with. I feel like having sex is something that is so intimate. You know, it's so personal and so special that I feel like it, it, it brings up a lot of things from a person, you know? A lot comes up yeah. from, from having sex. Yeah. And I feel like only your wife or your husband can deal with those things, can right. deal with those insecurities that may come up or, or those questions or just different things that, that come up with, with that type of uh, intimate intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that we can answer some cultural questions of today. For example, how will I know if we're sexually compatible if we don't have sex before marriage? That's a good question. If I'm not compatible with this person, then I don't want to marry them. That is so backwards that it's almost funny, but not really funny. And and the, the problem with that is that you're basing a relationship on sexuality which it's part of marriage but that's such a 
that's a it's a part of marriage. Yeah, it's not marriage in a it's whole. It's not marriage in a whole. Plus, if you save yourself for marriage, how are you gonna know about anything else if you don't know anything? You you're just you're exploring and you're and you're in your marriage and you're finding things out in marriage you're not missing anything you get me you're committed to one person so you're you're learning there you're 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 being adventurous there with with and romantic and intimate with the one person so for culture to say that is is to devalue god's intention of marriage yeah so let me ask you this question and again it's something that you may have already answered but just so that we have a clear answer. Why, if I'm a single person, why should I not have sex before marriage? Why should I not take that freedom of choice mm-hmm. to to sleep around? Or even, let's just say that I have a committed, that I'm committed to my boyfriend or my girlfriend. Yeah, We're in love with each other. We're in a committed relationship. And we're prob- probably going to head to towards marriage yeah why why not have sex why not express our our love to each other that way man that's a i'm sorry to say this but that's a really (laughs) good question (laughs) and it's a tough question because i understand that position i've been there i've lived that and i i know that but if we're talking about believers we're talking about people that are christian And we're talking about people that know Christ first. Let me just address those people first. We want to please God. We we want to make sure that we're in his will. And that we're doing the things that show that I'm in love with him. When we have sex before marriage, we are, you know, we won't feel good about ourselves because of that. That's one of the first things. Now, God won't shame you. He won't condemn you. But we, we, we won't be pleasing him. Yeah, that's that's one thing. And that's that's not to put fear in people. That's just if you have a relationship with God, you understand that. That's not a bad thing. But the most important thing, or not the most important thing, but one of the important things is that you're, you're valuing your commitment in marriage. You know that when you commit yourself to marriage things change things change when you get married like when you're dating you go home you go to mom's house you go to your parents house to go to sleep and you see each other maybe in a couple days but when you're married you're living together you're having to create a home you're having to create a legacy and so you're saving yourself for that commitment because you're valuing that commitment that covenant of marriage i keep calling it commitment but it's a covenant of marriage yeah so you value that and i feel like also in addition to that you don't bring anything that wasn't supposed to be brought into the marriage like you don't bring any any history yeah any any sexual history yeah into the marriage it's it's a it's a new yeah you uh, coming pure adventure yeah you're yeah. coming into it pure and I was actually listening to Candice Cameron Bure, I believe is how you say her last name. Um, and one thing that she said was, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just shift it a little bit. She was talking about porn. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, one thing that she said was that you can never unsee that. Yeah. Like you can't unsee those images. For some reason, they just become embedded in your head. And I feel like when it comes to to, to sexual or to sexuality or having sex, I, I it's the same thing, obviously, because you know it, it is the same thing. But specifically in just having sex before marriage, there there are experiences that you can't unexperience. Yeah. You know, so I feel like you come in with expectations or. Or certain certain things because of what you've already lived. You can't unlive what you've already lived. Yeah. Yeah, and I think God loves us to be pure. He wants us. He desires it for us. It's what he intended. In Hebrews, he says, give honor to marriage. Like He, he honors marriage, so he wants us to honor marriage. How he intended it. And we want to do what God wants us to do. As believers. Now as people that perhaps they don't really believe in God and they don't believe in Christ and they're saying, you know, why do I need to do this? And, and why would I want to do this? You know, I, I would say first, get to know the intention of God for your life. You know? Yeah. It's tough to start at this. Yeah. Get to know God or, or let him come into your life and, and let him love on you and show you that he loves you and that he's not here to shame you and put you down and condemn you, that he's here to save you. And and then, you know, let him teach you and equip you in this. Um, but yeah, I think this is God's intention for us to be pure in before marriage and in marriage yeah. alike. And then this encompasses so much, even, even porn, you know, it, it encompasses that abstaining from these things that are ultimately going to ha- cause us harm they're going to give us false expectations or you know history that maybe we don't need to have yeah um so if we can summarize this conversation uh into just one point like you know if, if you want to say if you didn't get anything else out of this i want you to get this this <laughs> is what i mean yeah what would you say I would say, remember the intention that God has for your life. He, he is a provider, a protector, a supporter. He empowers, he provides, he forgives, and he leads well. And he means well for our life because he's a good father. And because of that, value what he values. He values you. He values your purity. So get to know this God, get to know this Father. And if you do know him, value the things that he values and his intention for marriage is special. I'm telling you, if you're listening and, and you're young or, or you're old, it doesn't matter. I'm telling you, but from experience, I'm telling you, marriage is a beautiful thing. It's how God intended it and how he wants us to live in this pure, amazing life. Man, he loves you so much. doesn't matter what you've done. It, it doesn't matter what you've been through. He loves you so much. He wants you to see how he sees you. Amen. Yeah. I have one last question for you, Mario. Yeah. I know that you and I, when we were dating, um, we took some practical things yeah. to help us keep our our vow. Yeah. Um, uh 
yeah, of purity. Of purity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we did some practical things, and yeah. maybe I can speak on it, but just I, I would like you to speak on it first. What are what are some practical things that you can advise? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, uh, be, the alone time, keep it at a minimum. Uh, be in groups as much as possible, but more than that, you know, get to know the God that you serve. Like, what is his intention for you? And maybe talk to people, talk to your leaders, talk to your pastor, talk to your youth pastor or whoever you need to talk to just to help you pray and, and to and to ask you questions and keep you accountable in a, in a healthy way, not in like a, you know. I'm sorry. I, I just felt from God that there is somebody out there listening who is having a hard time with this and who is is... By hard time, I mean they're really down and out about what they're doing, about having sex with, with their boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And she feels really, really bad, but she doesn't know how to, how to abstain from it. And I just want to tell you that this is not, this is not bigger than God. Mm -hmm. This is not going to overcome you. Yeah. But God has already overcome it for you. Um. He came to set you free. You're not tied to anything. There isn't anything that can have bondage on you because Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. And if the Holy Spirit is in you, then you are free. Nothing can, can keep you tied to anything. Yeah. So first of all, just know that. Know that you're made free by the presence of the Lord who lives inside of you. You are not tied to this. You are going to overcome this. This is not going to beat you. Um, so yeah, I just, I just had that to say. And if you're out there, listen to the words of Jesus. He doesn't condemn you. Be free in Jesus name and go and sin no more. Let him empower you to go and sin no more. Stay away from it because he has saved you with his amazing grace. He loves you so much and he's, he set you free. Amen. Well, I, I hope that. Everyone who listened is, is blessed by this, by this awesome chat that I believe we just had. And uh, if you would just allow us a couple more minutes of your time, we just, we would love to pray for you. Um, so Mario, can you do us the honor of, of praying? Amen. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this amazing talk. We know that your people, Lord, and, and people around them and culture is just, we don't know how to deal with this sometimes, but your word and your spirit and your presence is teaching us and equipping us, Father, to live a life of purity in marriage and out of marriage, God. You value, you value our purity, God, because you're a holy and pure God. And we thank you for not shaming us. We thank you for not condemning us, Lord. But we also thank you for empowering us to go and sin no more, to stop sinning, God. So right now, Lord, I pray for all the listeners. I pray for all of all of their, their lives, Lord, their minds. And anything that the enemy may put in front of them to try to tempt them, any obstacle, we just ask that you give them the power, Lord. You give them the, the empowerment to say no, to flee and resist the devil, God, because the Bible says if we resist, he will flee. And the way that we resist, Lord, is not with our strength, it's not with our might, but it's with your spirit, God. So Holy Spirit, empower your people and anyone listening that needs help, Lord. Help them now, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, we both truly hope that you've been blessed by this, uh, by this conversation and this topic. If you have any questions, if you need prayer, please feel free to message us, whether you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, our information is up on, uh, on both of these, these sites. So, um, you know, we invite you to, to contact us if, if you have any further questions or if you need prayer. Uh, we definitely would love to do that. Um, but I, again, I just want to thank you for listening. And uh, remember that you are loved. God bless you.